The Last of Us was released as a show adaptation of the popular Sony PlayStation video game of the same name. The Last of Us airs on HBO Max every Sunday at 9pm Eastern. Stream it now. After a deadly tragedy turns the world into rubble, we're thrown into a post-apocalyptic world where 20 years and mass genocide have hardened humanity. Hope appears in the form of a girl who might just be the key to salvation. Jules just vibes. I just want to say I am so sorry this episode is late and I have an explanation coming soon to why I've been so scatterbrained with this podcast um, and I promise it's for a good reason. I promise it is 100% for a good reason. Anyway, let's go ahead and continue on. The finale of The Last of Us aired last week and the show did not disappoint so let's break it down. Welcome back everyone to Mini Mondays. I'm Jules, as always, I'm your host, and I'm here to just vibe, and again, I apologize that this is late, but welcome back to the finale of The Last of Us. If you're just tuning in now, this is the last of this particularly mini-series, but the gist is these episodes are different from my regular deep dives into newly released media. I watched this show as it released episode by episode, and I released new episodes a week behind every Monday. Now, sadly, this is the last mini Monday until a new series piques my interest, but since it's the last one, why not make it a big one, right? Now, before I move forward, if you haven't seen the Last of Us finale, I really encourage you to stop listening now, go watch the finale, and then come back so that you can listen and know my thoughts. As always, you can also check the description for the link to find the other episodes so that you can catch up, but don't worry, as this is the final episode, you've got as much time as you need to listen. All right, let's get into it, and as always, there's spoilers. Now, the finale episode surprised us all. Coming in at 45 minutes, I think it led a lot to believe, and even myself, that it wouldn't complete the story in that runtime. Surprisingly enough, they were able to complete the game's storyline, and also it didn't end in some massive infected fight like you would kind of assume it would. In the beginning of the episode, we get to see Ellie's birth. It's here where we see that while crowning, Anna fights off an infected, but unfortunately gets bit in the process with Ellie still attached by the cord. It's a small moment, but the moment nonetheless, that sets Ellie on the path she's currently on. I have to commend the video game and show for having this be the moment that Ellie gains her immunity. It's unique and different, and although I'm not 100% sure how realistic it is, I think it's definitely plausible. I also want to mention that the actress they got to play Ellie's mom is Ashley Johnson, who played Ellie in the video game. They use the actors and actresses from the game and the show often, and I think it's a perfect way to showcase the melding of the worlds. When you have a game that's as loved as this one, giving actors easter eggs for the viewers is always a good move. Anyway, back to Ellie's mom being bit and newly birthed Ellie. We also find out that Marlene, the woman who gave Ellie to Joel in episode 1, and Anna are actually close friends. Tragically, though, in the wake of her infection, Marlene has to execute Anna. From that moment, I feel Marlene knew that Ellie was special. I'm unsure just how much she knew until later, 
but it was there in her mind that it could mean something big for the future. Now after that peek into the past, we're back with our favorite duo, and Joel is honestly just doing his dad thing. It's like a dam broke for him after he said baby girl, and he's officially tied to Ellie, and it's almost as if the weight of everything was lifted once he let that happen. Mainly, though, you do see Joel try to comfort Ellie and make conversation, where in earlier episodes, he much favored the quiet game. As much as Ellie is slightly receptive to his word vomit and his dadness of it all, she's understandably different and changed from everything. She's almost got no time to process what happened to her due to the overarching goal of her being the goal to save humanity. It's all just a huge cross to bear. Joel does take this opportunity to give Ellie a choice, to forget her goal and purpose and go back to Tommy's, or they can keep going. Ultimately, she chooses to finish what they started, and after that, they get this really wholesome moment. Ellie reassures Joel that after their main goal to get Ellie to the Fireflies, she'll go with him anywhere. He then reveals how he really got the scar in his head in an attempt to help Ellie. Joel tells her that he was the one that shot and missed, how he got really low after Sarah died, and he wanted to end it all, but when he was about to pull the trigger, he hesitated. Ellie then replies with, got it, time heals all, and Joel looks over at her and says, it wasn't time that did it. The moment was really wholesome, and in some ways, Ellie could have taken it poorly due to her previous grown man incident, but because of how safe Joel makes her feel, she understands that he means her, and it's in a dad-daughter way. After that touching moment, Joel and Ellie continue to make their way to the hospital where the fireflies are, and unfortunately, they are ambushed and separated. Surprisingly, we see Marlene, who we believe to be dead, speak with Joel and let him know about the path that Ellie has ahead of her. Marlene speaks with Joel and lets him know that Ellie is being prepped for surgery because the doctors believe that there's cordyceps living inside her from birth that are giving her immunity. She then states that the doctor wants to remove the cordyceps to study them and use them to make a cure. But notably, Joel says cordyceps live in the brain, and brain surgery in the apocalypse, no matter if the doctor is classically trained, is no small feat. So naturally, Joel loses it and demands to see Ellie, but Marlene kicks him out. Marlene knows that Joel is too close to Ellie, and he can't think straight on this matter. He's escorted out and forced to leave, but before he gets all the way out, he kills the escorts, and takes their weapons, and then goes on, with no exaggeration here, a massacre of the whole hospital to find Ellie. Lots and lots of death later, he finds the surgery room where Ellie is and demands they unhook her. With no hesitation, Joel kills the doctor when he refuses, and so the nurses unhook Ellie and Joel takes her. At the end of it all, Ellie wakes up and Joel tells her that the doctor took blood, ran tests, and that she's one of many immune people where they have failed to make a cure. Before heading back out to Tommy's, Ellie stops Joel and says, Promise me everything you said about the hospital and fireflies is true. Joel promises, and Ellie says, Okay, and they keep moving, and that's the end. That moment is important, and I think it's important because it recognizes just what Joel did for Ellie. 
or I guess more importantly, what he did so Ellie could live a long life. To break it down, Joel was given the option of give one to save many. It's the ethical trolley problem, and it plagues people to this day. At its bare minimum, it's save one or five people, but it gets harder and harder when you add ties and relationships to those five or that one. The Fireflies didn't give Ellie the choice to do that surgery, and Joel didn't give Ellie the choice to do the surgery. Joel chose living for Ellie, and the Fireflies chose humanity. That decision is what made it dangerous for Joel to hang around, and why he ended up killing everyone at the hospital, his attachment to that one person, made saving humanity not worth it. He latched himself onto Ellie, and just like Sarah, he was going to lose her. It's understandable and apparently one of the most argued points in the video game. Would you have given Ellie the choice, or would you have lied to her, like Joel did? I asked this question on my Twitter and on my Instagram, and I also asked the friends I watched this with and my boyfriend who hasn't seen it. Everyone was pretty much on the same side. My answer, personally, is I would have given Ellie the choice. As safe as it may have been, she needed to go through this till the end to get closure for her own growth, and Joel took that away from her by lying, especially since she knows deep down that he's lying. On my friend's side of things, they kind of sided with me, but we were both on the side of we didn't want to do what Joel did, but we also wanted to give Ellie the choice. So we're kind of like, we don't agree, but we also agree. My boyfriend 100% would have made Ellie do the surgery, like, hands down, would have given her the choice. Instagram was split 50-50 on whether they would do what Joel did or gave Ellie the choice, and it's admirable, but Twitter lived up to its controversial position in life and voted to lie to Ellie. Now, I get why they would say that, or I guess decide that. Ellie was not given a choice by either side and was put into surgery immediately after she was attacked. She wasn't given a heads up, and the likelihood of survival was slim. Basically, they just kind of said, great, the possible cure is here, let's get the brain surgery done. In that scenario, I absolutely side with Joel, but is there a side where Ellie comes out knowing the knowledge and knowing the truth and then still choosing Joel at the end of everything? Season 2, I believe, will come forward with this truth, and we'll have to see what happens, but until then, we're just going to have to speculate and wait. The episode overall was pretty good for a finale. It hit all the marks for the end of the game, and during the hospital scene, I actually could see having to navigate this part in the video game to get Ellie. Everything they did to help conclude this game was well done, and I have high hopes for the second season, even though the second game is met with a lot of controversy. Now, I did do some research to try to see what it was that caused so much of the community to hate the sequel, and from what I have read, I absolutely can understand the unhappiness. Paired with the creator of the game stating that they have no plans to deviate from the story like in the first season, the second season, many are stating that it will not be their season to watch. But I'm a hopeful soul. I don't really get caught up in the gripping details that cause a lot of strife because normally execution can always trump the feelings. So I can guarantee that when the second season comes out, I will be just as involved in it as I was for the first season. So keep your ears open in the next two years for the next season. <laughs> Moving on, the first season of The Last of Us was brilliant in showing what a show can do without pushing infected on screen in every episode. It highlighted the other parts of an apocalypse and kept it realistic with the type of infected that there were. 
The last half of the season, we dealt with winter, and with the infection being fungus-related, the weather affects them drastically. They would almost have to go into hibernation until it's warmer to be more of a problem. That makes the survival threat bigger when you have to worry more about food and supplies and not just dying or getting turned. On the other side of that, the way the show integrated important aspects of the game and kept it pretty much one-to-one for the game is an incredible feat. Even the things that they changed to make the show more realistic were minor and yet welcomed by the public. Overall, this season and show was a welcome substitute to the staleness that The Walking Dead has become, so if you're looking for a good apocalypse show with infected and a good story, this one is it. So yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in to the last mini Monday episode. If you enjoyed these, you definitely want to listen to more of them. You can find the rest of the episodes for mini Mondays for The Last of Us in the description of wherever you're listening. Um, Unfortunately, I don't have another show or season to fill the spot. So this will be it for your regularly scheduled Mondays. But don't worry, when I find something else, I will definitely put it out there. If you want any more content, you can check out my website, JulesJustVibes.com. And like I did in this episode, I am always looking for feedback on things on my Twitter and Instagram. And also, if you wanted any offline updates for the podcast, you can find them there. Those handles are at JJVPod, so definitely check those out. Thanks for continuing to listen and for bearing with me with these episodes being a little bit late. And I will catch you guys on the next one. It'll be on a Thursday, just saying. But thank you guys again for all the love. Happy binging, and I will see you guys on the next one. Goodbye. Thank you.